You're listening to Muscles, Motherhood, and Motivation. I'm your host, Chloe Puff. This is the time where, you know, the calendar resets, and so we want to reset. And you're going to see a lot of people talking about setting yourself up for success, right? Because that's important. You have to have some certain things in place in order to be successful with your goals. But it would be a disservice to not also talk about preparing for failure because failure is inevitably going to happen. Um, it's, I think the statistic is like 75% of people, um, quit. uh, No, this, this is the wrong statistic. Only 10% of people, only 10% actually stick to their new year's goals within, um, I think it's like a six to nine month period. So basically six months out from January to nine months out from January, only 10% of people have continued on with their resolutions. So I want to talk to you about failure because this is a non-negotiable part of the process. And one thing that we need to note is when we are planning for success, in order to be successful, you have to plan for failure. And I'm not just talking about like, what's going to happen when I fail. No, I mean, like, you literally need to expect to fail. (laughs) Um, And one thing that I've been kind of just like thinking of and, and really sitting with is like, how much failure should we expect? And I've been, I've been thinking a lot about like comfort zones. And, um, you know, I've been talking um, to my clients about comfort zones and, um, you know, how to break through that. And, I really, truly believe that if it's not challenging you, even just a little bit, if you're not at like a 50 to 75% success rate, which means there's at least 50 to 25% room for error and failure, not 10%, not 5%. Like I'm talking about like you're failing a quarter of the time, (laughs) then it's not challenging enough for you. Um, And Here's the thing. On the opposite side of that, if you're failing most of the time, maybe you're starting too big. So here is my tip to set you up for success, right? Planning for failure. How do we do that? We need to start paying more attention to how much we're failing. If we're failing more than half of the time, meaning we're skipping more than half of our workouts, we are spending more than half of our week um, ditching our habits that we set up for ourselves, because here's the thing. When you first start a goal, especially in the new year, like that energy of like, yeah, I'm going to freaking change my life. Everything's going to be amazing. Um, That's great. And you should harness that and you should you should capitalize on that as much as possible. But in your excited state, don't forget that this thing needs to be perfectly balanced in terms of of the challenge level. Right. Um, and again, I really want you to understand that like seven times out of 10, you should be getting it right. And those other three times you fall off the wagon and that's totally okay. So think about it this way. Here's, here's what I'm suggesting to you this year, as you're making your resolutions, which is totally okay. I'm not against resolutions at all. Um, I want you to think about what is the easiest thing for me to do. So like lay out all of your goals. I'm talking about family goals, relationship goals, financial goals, health goals, all of the goals. And then when you look at those, I want you to pick like five of them. And you say out of these five, I'm going to rank them in order from easiest to hardest. 
for you personally. So if like budgeting is something that's really challenging for you and that's like something that you've been working on for years and still haven't mastered, don't start with that. You need to build some more trust and some more wins um, in order for you to succeed at that other goal. Right. And if we're if we're so used to failing more than half of the time, it's going to be really, really hard to build those habits in order to get there. So you're going to start with the easiest one. Right. And you're like flying through it. You're like, awesome. I've been planning weekly date nights. Um, You know, this is easy for me. How do I up the ante? All right. You know what? Relationships maybe aren't my area of focus. Maybe I need to focus on my health, for example. Right. Um, but instead of saying, um, you know, I want to lose 50 pounds this year or I want to lose 10 pounds this year, you know, can we make that goal smaller? Can we make it more digestible? Can we, can we lessen the failure rate, but can we keep that failure rate between 25 to 50%, right? So I know that sounds crazy. Like you're <laughs> like, Chloe, you're asking me to fail. Yes, I absolutely am. Um, the reason I am strong, the reason I am, and I'm not just talking, I'm not talking physically. The reason I am the joyful and also like <laughs> knowledgeable person that I am is because of my failure rate. And I can tell you now, the friends that know me know that I fail hard, <laughs> but Here's what sets me apart, and this is why I want to bring this forward to you as well, is because I know my failure rate is sitting right where it needs to be. I'm failing just enough for me to grow, but not so much that I'm feeling completely discouraged from continuing on the path. And so here's what we do when we fail, okay? I know I'm bouncing around a little bit. Here's what I want you to do the next time that you fail, because, right, if we're planning for failure, we also need to plan to move through the failure, right? So we're not going to brush it off. We're not going to say, we're not going to start beating ourselves up. Okay. Because that's whatever, that's not helpful, but it's human nature. So how do we prevent that? Right? You're like, Chloe, I can't change my mind. Yes, you absolutely can. I want you to, in whatever format works for you. So journaling, voice notes, meditation, whatever, you're going to reflect on that failure. And you're not going to think like all of the things you did wrong because duh, like those are pretty easy to identify when you look at the problem and you go, well, what are you talking about? I skipped my workout and now I'm guilty because I'm beating myself up, right? Here's the thing. I want you to take a moment to think about the failure and instead of beating yourself up, replace it with the question, what can I learn from this? And then I want you to just like think about to yourself, you know, how can I do a little bit better? How can I do differently even? Um, And then also in order to understand like really if it was a failure or not, we need to assess before we even jump into the day. Like, who is it that I want to serve today? How do I want to show up for myself today? What is my goal for today? What are the habits that I'd like to get done? You have to like really meet yourself where you're at, right? And here's the thing, like I had, I had a day where, um, it was like a couple weeks ago where I was like, everything is going right. This feels too, this feels too good. <laughs> like what? And I had to, I had to take a second and it's okay to feel joy. I think when you're in a, you know, a season of failure where, you know, your failure is like 90% of the time, it can feel overwhelming where you're like, but I want to feel happy, but it feels foreign. Right. Um, And, you know, ironically, as I said that, like, I can't even remember what happened, but like somebody had an accident or whatever. And, um, you know, I was like, oh, there it is. There's, there is the, 
there is the little bump in the road for today. Um, so I think it's just like really setting the expectation. First of all, each morning when you wake up, like it can be as simple as like, you know, when I'm brushing my teeth, I'm just going to, I'm just going to set my intention for the day. Um, and if working out, for example, because these things are very tangible, um, if working out is on your list of ways that you want to show up for yourself, you have to figure out, okay, now how am I going to make this happen? Right? You have to strategize. And if you end up delaying this because of, because of you, right? And it's not like your house caught on fire or something drastic happened that obviously was an external thing that you could control. If it was just, you ended up like time getting away from you, um, that's okay. You need to sit with that at the end of the day and go, Ooh, I prioritized a clean house over my body and that wasn't my intention for today. Um, so how can I show up for myself better tomorrow? Right? So, I just wanted to just bring failure to the table today because as we're moving into these New Year's resolutions and all these things, we really need to understand that failure is a non-negotiable, it's a part of life, but we do have a relative amount of control over how much failure um, we're welcoming in. And I think, um, I always, I say this to, I don't tell this to everyone because I think it can be, it can be taken the wrong way, but over the years, especially as a professional dancer, y'all like that industry is gnarly. Um, I have learned to love failure. Do I love the feeling of failure as it happens? Absolutely not. No, it's uncomfortable. And discomfort is something that our subconscious will continue to try and soothe, right? We don't want to be in uncomfortable situations, period. But I have learned to love the purpose that failure serves in my life because without that failure, without those slip ups, without those like huge bumps in the road, whether it's, you know, on me or whether it's, um, you know, I wasn't able to adapt to my external circumstances or whatever. It has literally made me the person that I am today. And although I am still far from where I want to be, I am very grateful to be able to wake up each morning and say, I'm really proud of, you know, all of the failure that I've been able to overcome and work through and all of the failure that I've been able to joyfully accept as part of my journey. And this is where happiness is, my friends, because if you are so obsessed with what you're doing wrong, you're only able to see the distance from where you are now and where you want to, where you want to be. And that distance feels really lonely instead of seeing the distance from where you are now to where you were three months ago, a year ago, three years ago, whatever. So we need to be able to reflect back and kind of take those lessons of failure as a positive thing as a tool to help us move forward. Um, it's not necessarily brushing it off. And I just want to say this as a caveat here. It's not brushing it off and saying like, you know, failure is, failure is amazing. I'm in the middle of the most traumatic experience of my life. And it's so joyful. You do not have to downplay the way that you feel in the moment, right? You're allowed to feel anger. You're allowed to feel frustration, sadness. You're allowed to feel disappointment, but please don't embody guilt. If you do feel feelings of guilt for failure, I want you to examine why. So you're going to ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? What is causing me to feel guilt over this? And then I want you to just use that as a tool to move forward. And when you can identify, you know, how you're feeling in those moments, you're going to have a much more successful outcome. Um, so on that note, 
everybody needs a little bit more failure today, right? Fail forward. Um, so, you know, I just want to say I appreciate you guys so, so much. You guys are awesome people. Um, and I'm really just... I'm manifesting a whole lot of joy, a whole lot of failure, a whole lot of awesome lessons learned, um, because that's going to equal a lot of growth in the new year. So I'm curious to hear your thoughts about this today. Let me know what you think. And also just for fun, if you want to DM me this week about like the, the failures that you're experiencing and we can process through some things together, I'm always here for you. So on that note, as always, be bold, be fit. Be fit.